Welcome to Success Leaves Clues Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brackett, and I've been blessed enough in my life to meet individuals who've been able to leave me clues on my journey to success. The goal of this show is to bring you the experience of those who have achieved great things and allow you to be a fly in the wall, soaking up clues for your own journey to success. Let's get right into this week's episode. Hey, what's going on? This is Gary Brackett. Welcome to another episode of Success Leads Clues. I'm here in Odensburg, New Jersey, with my good friend Ron Jenneret's house. Um, someone who I've known for a very long time. Um, went to college here at Rutgers University. I'm also from New Jersey. Uh, football player. Yes, sir. Now he's a multiple fastest father, husband. Um, been in, working for, was it, Pepsi? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How many years? Whew, 12 years now. 12 years 12 now. Years, yeah. But one of the, the great things about uh, Ron and I's relationship is over the years, we've really grown um, knowledge-wise and just really been talking a lot lately about um, what really matters most. Right? We both have three children, uh, married, um, looking at different type of investments, just looking at life in general. And um, a, a few weeks ago, he posed a question to me, and it really shook me up. So I really wanted to reach out to him when I came to New Jersey and just really talk about what matters most. And I think what we both realize is not really success, it's happiness. 100%. And um, what was the question that you asked me a few weeks ago or what you said that I should potentially um, use inside the conversation that I have? It's a great question. Uh, I normally go around and and probably 10, 15 times a day, I, I literally ask strangers, Scale of one to ten, how happy are you? And 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 normally people are thrown off by that question, and it's actually amazing how how open people are about how happy they are. Which is I, 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 when I first started, it was kind of strange because I didn't expect people to you know really open up to a stranger that they didn't know and you know expound on their feelings. But I I, I think you know it, it's a question that needs to be asked to everybody, and, and people need to really. Think about, your man, how happy am I? Forget about how, how successful I am. You want to be successful, but how happy am I in this success? Or, you know, this not successful. You know what I mean? How, how happy am I? I think is the key question everybody needs to ask themselves. Man, I think that was so powerful. And it's funny, um, typically, you know, guys, you know, our age, I'm late 30s, 40s, you get together, haven't seen each other in a while, probably have a couple of beers, a barbecue, right? right? Uh, we got here um, around 12 o'clock. I'm talking about 90 degrees outside. Smoke. And my man got a circus set up outside, and then we ran, we ran two miles. So um, it was amazing. Like, for us now, like, I think um, health is like... Uh, Gaining more important than wealth, right? Because what's good is gaining, you know, all this, obtaining all this wealth and then not being able to enjoy it all. So I think really been on a, a workout kick. And one thing I admire you by is like, like you like be putting in miles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's your average mile count per month? Uh, I mean, right now, I'm probably only doing about 70. Uh, last only year. 70. Yeah, but last year right the time, I was doing about 100, 110. I did 150 in a month, um, which I didn't think I could do. You know, you know, people just tell you, you get it stuck in your mind, you know, oh, you're a big guy, you're mm-hmm. 270 pounds, 275 pounds. Where were you at your peak? <sighs> yeah, I, was, yeah, I was 303. Wow. At, at, at my peak, and it was actually at work. Cause I was I, I was three hundred three, and I still remember to this day. Coach Chiara said to me, 
what are we gonna start calling you Trey? What are you doing here? And I still I remember that like it was yesterday. And I said, man, I gotta get this thing together, man. So yeah, but, but since then, you know, I, I decided I'm just gonna I just started running, man. I, I always kind of enjoyed running. And, you know, people say, oh, you're too big to be running. It's too much on your joints and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, man, you, you can do whatever you want to do. It's not that big of a deal. You know, you just go out there and, and get it done. You know, stop this. Stop worrying about what everybody else is talking about and just go do it. You know what I mean? And I think the beautiful part is, like, you know, some people would let the time mm. um, discourage them. Right. So what would you say to people that, you know, don't want to run because maybe they're 11-minute mile, 12-minute mile, whatever it is, right? Um, what would you say to someone who, who, who wants to work out, who wants to start running, but just can't get out of their head that maybe they're not as great as they think they should be, uh, what the world says they should be, right? Right, right? Again, this whole success thing. So what, what would you tell that person? It, it's To me, I, I came up with this thing, uh, desert island theory, right? Like, So if you're in a desert island and you have no context, you have nothing to compare anything to, Whatever you do is what you do, right? Like so, so, so. I don't care if it's you are on this island and you don't wear clothes, right? It, it wouldn't be foreign to you because nobody else is there. You don't know. You don't know right. anything. So it's, it's the same theory, right? Like so, if you just start, start doing whatever you're doing and do it at your own pace, you're not worrying about nobody else and just doing whatever you do. So, so if you come out and it's 15, 15 minutes a mile, it's fifteen minutes a mile. That, that I don't have to look at the next person and say, "Damn, they're doing eight minutes a mile." I got to do that. No, 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 no. You do whatever you can, and it's gonna work its way down anyway. So you know, what I'm saying the beauty of it is, is just jumping into it, doing what you can, not worrying about outside opinions or what everybody else is doing. Run your race with blinders on, and everything will be fine, man. You know what I mean? I think one of the best pictures I've seen on the internet was like the. Uh Michael Phelps, mm. when he was like doing his thing in the Olympics, seven, eight gold medals, and it was one race in particular where he's running his race, right? He's swimming, he beat the dude, and the dude, you can see him looking over at Michael Phelps, <laughs> like, bro, they ain't gonna help you. Not at all. <laughs> There's so all. many people who just, I just feel like they're looking over at that next lane, and they're looking over on that IG post, that Facebook post, and they get so discouraged by that, but look, mm. bro, like, that's, you have to run your race, and I think more people need to realize that, you know, when you start, it's not always going to be pretty. Not at all. You, but A, you got to start. And, and something you, you've said on this podcast multiple times is Instagram is their highlight reel. That's it. No, that nobody's showing you when they, when they went out there and ran to a 20-minute mile. It's just, they're just not posting that. You know what I'm saying? Like So so you can get caught up into thinking that, man, that, that guy's doing fantastic. When, when in reality... It's probably not doing that well. Like, you know what I mean? So if you get caught up into that, you, you, you're going to be damned. You know what I mean? So you, you got to try to phase that. That stuff is cool. Like, you know, it's cool to look at it, but, like, to get caught up in it and wear it and apply it to your, the context of your life, I think is a very, very dangerous thing to do. Yeah, I think it's a, th uh, it's a saying, like, people aren't who they're supposed to be. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I think that's it. I've, I've seen dudes on IG, you know what I'm saying? And that that's not their car. That's I'm not so their house. You know what I'm saying? Really, so I yeah. think, you know, I think just being authentic, I think, is really the, the key. Right. Um, but I think uh, another thing, I think... Um, it's amazing because uh, we really bonded in college. For sure. I think we were probably, we were the only two players who played chess. Right. I, I, I think, think Joe Grant played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The constant, no, who else played? It was somebody else who played. I know Joe for sure played, uh, but it wasn't too many. Eddie Grant played, right, uh, Eddie Jordan. Right, right, right. Maybe right. a little bit. Uh, but I think the game of chess is so indicative of the game of life. For sure. 
and I think uh, you and I always kind of um, share that bond. And I think um, you can tell people who play chess by the way they think about life. Mm. Because they're always thinking a few moves ahead. Absolutely. And like it's like on chess, at some point you see the board and you can like count the next five, six, ten moves, right? And as you get better and as you gain mastery, you can start seeing 10, 15 moves. Right. And I think life is the same way. Those that are successful, they're very intentional. It's not an accident. Never. And I think um, so many times, you know, people that we know that we play with, you know, they're just, you know, going through the motions. Mm. It, you know, I, I drive to work every day and I don't listen to the radio. I don't, I don't, you know, listen to music, anything like that. I voice note things to myself mm-hmm. as I every morning I drive and I came up with a thing where I didn't come up with it it's obviously not, not an original thought but if you don't have a plan right like if we picture in life as a car right and you got a, you got a car and you got a map and you go and, and we all jump in and say okay where are we going today and you go well I, I don't really know and now you're just driving around. So normally you're gonna just if you're just driving around, you're probably gonna drive around in the same neighborhood you just know, right? Right, right? So you're just driving around in circles basically if you have no plan. So if you say, Oh, all right, today you know what? We're driving to Vegas today. So now I got somewhere I gotta right, go. Right. Now we pull out that map and we figure out how to get there and and, and if we, we incur uh roadblocks or, or, or stoppages on that map, we're gonna figure out a different way. It's no different than life, right? So you, you pull out that roadmap every day, we chart out where we're going every day, and we go to get there. But if you don't have a plan in place, you can't see five, ten moves ahead, because you don't even know where you're going. If you don't know where you're going, it's impossible for you. If you don't know the end game, it's impossible to figure out what's coming next or try to figure out what's going to be in your way if you don't have a plan to where you're going in general. So you got to have a plan, man. Period. I, I love the quote. Is, um the best time to have the map is before you enter the woods. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, it's, it's just crazy, like, how many people don't plan, don't schedule, um... But then that kind of takes care of itself, right? I mean, that, that level of success or happiness mm. is ultimately dictated by that because I'm a big proponent. You can schedule them both into your calendar. Right. Um, another thing um, we've shared a common bond is with, through adversity. Um, so your college career did not end the way it wanted to. Correct. Um, you probably had pretty high hopes, right? Um, you, you were heavy. You lost weight. Right. And... Because you aren't necessarily, uh, we play a 4-3, so you want a one technique, which is the one technique is typically the ones holding off double teams, and that's all they do. So he was, you were a three technique, right. which meant that you were moving, getting in the gap, getting vertical, getting a feel, right? And probably one of our best defensive linemen, I think you were scheduled to start, or was it junior year? Right, right, right. And then um, can you walk us through kind of what happened on your junior season? Uh, well, my junior year, uh, hmm. I ended up getting uh, blood clots in my lungs, uh, and it's 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 not funny, but it's funny. You know, when you're growing up and you, you're 19, 20, 21 years old, you, it's such a macho vibe around. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I joke that I could have died if, if I didn't if I didn't if I wasn't who I was, I could have died, right? Because because I was having pains and. I was telling, I was in class, I was like, damn, this doesn't this, this feel right. I go home, and I'm telling my, my roommates, I'm like, oh, man, I, I don't feel too good, guys. 
and every one of them like, oh man, shut up, man, get mad up, yeah. man, knock it off, you know. Yeah. And and if I wasn't who I was, I could have maybe just sat there and said, yeah, man, maybe they're right. I I just need to knock it off and take this pain. And I said, you know what? No, something's wrong. I drive myself to the hospital, and by the time they checked me in, I I could barely breathe at that point. And they said to me, listen, if you didn't come here now, I'm telling you, you would be dead. Period. Wow. And 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 I'm like, man, you know, thank God, you know, like I said, I, you know, I am who I am, and I, I wasn't too worried about what they were saying. But anyway, I got I got derailed, and, and I I couldn't finish the rest of my junior year, and you know, I I had to get a medical for my my, my senior year, and basically my career was was over after that. They told me I had to take blood thinners for essentially the rest of my life. Um, and you know that was that was the end of that, man. You know what I mean? So, so you you didn't play your senior year? No, 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 no. Because with blood thinners, if you were to uh, get a cut or something, or, or or just banging around, you get internal bleeding, and, and it can't it can't stop the bleeding. But the, the wild thing was is that uh, really quick, uh, if if this happened six months earlier, they would have just put me on blood thinners for five or six months, and then right back at it. But they had just came out a new study in the New England Journal of Medicine. Um, that said people that have blood clots are like 60% more likely to get them mm-hmm. in the future so they suggest that you stay on these low doses of blood thinners forever um, so you know with that it was taking no risk with that so so I mean how, how did you um, so did you think you had a shot at the league like were you, were you how you were playing or what was your what, what was your feeling about having your career and the way it did Here, here's, here's my claim to fame Cociano pulled me in his office one day and said to me, listen, kid, I've been around this game for a long time. This is a true story. And you have the tools to make it to the next level. But I'm telling you right now, you got to burn every bridge you got. There is no, oh, I'm going to do something else. If this doesn't work out, you got to give me what you got, kid. You know, this is, a, and I said, I'm with you, coach. But in reality, to be honest with you, and me just being honest right now, I didn't necessarily love football like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just happened to be good in high school and, you know, got a few scholarship offers and, and you know, college is unheard of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, nah, you going. That, that, that's that. So, you know, I enjoy competing, but I ain't necessarily, you know, loving. I, I, so I can't even imagine playing with, with, with you know, 300-pound strong men in the NFL and you don't love it. I, I can imagine going crazy yeah. if, you, you know I mean? if you don't love that. So, yeah, I think it all worked out for the best, man. So, so was there any, like, type of resentment or, like, how did you, were you, like, depressed after, like, it was over or, like, how did you? No, when, when it ended, I was, I was happier than anything, right? I was like, man, they told me, to, he told me, listen, you, you can, you can stay, stay with the team, practice and prepare and hopefully they come out with a new medicine or a new mm-hmm. treatment next year and then you can go and I said nah I'm good and I thought I'm just going to be a student and it's going to be great and it really wasn't great to be honest with you like I really miss those times like I don't care how hard it is the locker room right yeah I don't care how hard things are working out or, or doing this stuff when you're doing it with people you love and people right. you, you care about and you you really rock with that's, that stuff's not easy but it makes it great when y'all doing it together man you can't get this everybody's going through it together and you know, I miss that camaraderie. So that's one thing that I really did regret. I was like, damn, if I could do it again, I would stick around. Even if I knew I couldn't play again, 
I would just work out and, and, right, and stick right. with the team, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. So funny story, right? So the comrade is probably while we're out here working out in an interview weather. So I pull up and his wife, she know he crazy, right? He's certified. He out here running 150 miles, working out in the heat. That's what he does. She's like, yo, the dude coming over, like, is he going to be able to hit this? Right. So I get it. She's like, okay, he look like he work out here. Yeah, yeah. He went to the car. She said, oh, I didn't know he was going to be in shape like that. So he would be all right. So funny story. But we got a great workout in. Obviously, we're going to put some of that in so you can kind of see it, man. But I think it's just... um. Man, it's nothing like that camaraderie of working out with a, with a brother, man. Hundred percent. Like because it's like you know you know the grind, you know what it takes. Hundred percent. And I think that's one of those things that football that is transferable, and that's that work ethic, 100%. right? And we're not like, complaining about the heat no, or anything else. It's like no, we we gotta get the work in. That's it. Someone else is doing it. Well, and I love what you say. Like when you run, but like what, what's your what's your saying when you run? Uh, beats me. What is it? But I, I owe too much. Oh, yeah, we owe we, we owe way too much. Yeah, yeah, that's just not that's just running. Just in general, working out, running in life, we, we owe too much to. I owe too much to my kids, my family, my wife. You know, everybody around me, man. We we oh, we got so much to give, man, and we're not giving nearly as much as we could be. Um, I don't know if it's fear of. I don't know how far we can take it, or fear of you know people. Saying, oh, we're not going to get it done, or I don't know what it is, man, but we got so much to give, man, and, and a lot of us is just not giving everything we got, man. I, I think you should just go for it, you know what I mean? That, that, and, and not to go on a rant here, but I was talking to my wife last night um, about, I think the most freeing thing there is, is to understand that what people say has literally no effect on the outcome of what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's zero. I don't care good or bad. I don't care if your your mother's wishing you well and that business you, you're running or, or you working out. I don't care if she's wishing you well. I don't care if that hater is saying you're never going to get it done. Neither one of those things have, have an effect on the actual outcome, right? Like, so, you know, four million or four, 50 times, there was millions of people saying he's going to lose every right. fight. He's not, he didn't lose. Why? Because they, what they're saying has no effect on the outcome. So anything anybody's telling you, telling you you can't do it, telling you you gotta fail at this, their words, their prayers, their, their you know what I'm saying, their wishes for you, it has no outcome. It has no basis on the outcome. So just go do it. Your effort is gonna determine whether you get it done or not. Period. And and I find so much solace in that. I don't care about what the next person is gonna say because right. what they say doesn't matter. Honestly it doesn't matter. Good or bad, it doesn't matter. I remember when I was in eighth grade, the teacher, you know, typical question, what do you want to be when you grow up? So I'm, of course, stubborn. So it's like, what do you want to be? I want to be a football player. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, seriously, Gary, like, what do you want to be? No, 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 really. Like, like <laughs> no, I, I'm going to be a football player. So right. now she thinks I'm playing around, so the kids are laughing. Right, right. It's like, look, you got to give me a serious ass. That's impossible. Right. You can't be a football You're too short. Right. No one ever made it from here. You're not possible. Give me a real job. What do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, I'm a, I'm a triple down new football player. Right. Go to your office. You're being disrespectful. The kids are laughing. So I go home. I'm just like, I know the principal called my dad. Right. He's sitting on the porch. I'm just like, so I just go home like, yo, what happened to that school? All right, man. I ain't disrespect that lady, man. She asked me why I wanted to be in October. That's it. And then he and then he was like, and then what happened? I'm like, she told me it was unrealistic. Right. And and he looked me dead in my eyes, and this this really changed my my life. And he told me, yo. Never let someone's perception of you become your reality. 100%. And I think that's just it, right? So many people will put their fears and their limitations on you. 
because they couldn't do it. And 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 not to cut you off, sometimes unknowingly. So yeah, yeah. some people are malicious about it, but some people are doing it unknowingly. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even and, and I don't even fault them for that. So I I don't get mad at that person right. that tells you that you can't do it because I don't I, I can't discern their intentions. I don't know if they're doing it being malicious or they just in their mind think they can't get it done. So that's on them. I don't I don't try to judge it either way. Either way, that's fine. I appreciate it, and I'll just move on. That's it. You know what I mean? Like I. I have no time to worry about what you think I can get done. I can just go work on what I what I can get done. That's it. Ooh. Well, where did you develop that mindset? Wow. Um, I don't know. Because I, I, I didn't always have it. So, so and there's no one point that I can pinpoint because I've been thinking about this actually. Um, where I got to this 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 level. But I, mean, I guess, you know, learning and, and, and building and, and reading and listening to podcasts and, you know, learning information. I don't know, you just start to realize, I think when you just start thinking about it, right, like, it, it starts becoming common sense, right, you're like, wait, wait a minute, what they're saying has no bearing on what's going on, you know what I mean, like you just, if you just start thinking about these things, if you're not thinking about it, and you're just going through your day, then I guess it never comes to you, but if you start thinking, sitting down, really thinking to yourself, whether you're driving, or you're, you're at home, you got time to yourself, just start thinking about stuff, and you start realizing, you know, what life is, and what it's about, and, 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 I don't figure out these things on your own. I, I, I'm assuming. I don't really know where it came from, but it's here now. So, right. so earlier we talked a little bit about um, I know my, my father and, and the wisdom that he shared um, with me in my life. Unfortunately, um, he passed away in 2003. Mm. And that's one another thing that we, we share in common is you also lost your father. Mm. What, what year was that when your father passed away? 2003. 2003. And I, and I think we spoke then because we both were kind of going through it, right? Because it's amazing, right? Because when you play football, you feel you're invincible. And you almost feel your invincibility like carries over to your family. Like, like nothing bad can happen to none of us because I'm a bad man. You know what I'm saying? And then when it happens, it's like, it's like your armor got, you know what I'm saying? It gets like a... a, a like a like a tear chinking arm and, and it's just like it's so amazing like um how, how old were you at that time so I had to be uh 21 21 so I was 23 years old so at at, at that age 21 like sudden losing your father suddenly how, how did that change your life I mean, it's always tough for me to talk about. I mean, you know, the thing is, it, it, it really took me by surprise, number one. I remember getting a call. I was I was living off campus, and you know my, my mother called me and said, "Hey, you know it was like two o'clock in the morning. Hey, you got to come to the hospital." You know, uh, my dad was already in the hospital, and you know she said, "Hey, you got to come to the hospital." You know, you know I just thought it was like a routine thing. So I get there, and everybody's there already crying, mm. and. And I'm just thinking, why are you, why are you crying? Like, you know, they say, oh, your dad's, you know, in a coma. And I said, I said, well, why are you asking this question? 
I said, well, you know, he's going to be all right, of course, right? What are you, what are you talking about? Like, he's going to be fine. I said, no, no, he's, he's not going to be fine, you know? Um, and I couldn't wrap my head around it because nobody told me he was that sick. You know, and they were saying, oh, you were in school, so we didn't want to. Yeah, put that burden on you. Yeah, we didn't want to put that burden on you. So I really didn't know it was as severe as it was. And he never came out of that coma. And it was tough. You know, it was, it was, it was really, really tough because that man, that, listen, that man helped anybody and everybody he can help in, in this it's wild that you just asked me about where that mindset come from, and, and literally right now, just now, it's all clicking that I got it from him, like, right now, literally. Like, I, I still remember him telling me, he, he opened up like a fish joint, and he always had something going on, and he always said to me, listen, if you got something you want to do, go try it. It's not you. Just go do it. It's literally. Yeah, yeah. I still. I, I still remember that that day. You just go out there and you do it. And he would also tell me, listen, if if you want to go out and do something, go out there and do it. Don't wait on nobody else because there's gonna be ten people to tell you, oh yeah, we're gonna do it with you, and then nobody's gonna show up the right, next day. Right. So you just gotta go out there and do what you're gonna do, and don't worry about what nobody else is talking about. And really, I'm talking about like literally right now. It's 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 all clicking. And I watched that man read books. Book after book after book. Give me books. And it's all, like, this is literally all coming to me right now. Right. Book after book after book. Read, constantly educate yourself. Help everybody around him. Like, if, if you didn't know the information, guess what? I'm going to give you the information. Right. I'm going to give you the game. And and this is all coming, like, right now. That's how, that, that's where it came from. Like, that he was, he was such a, he was such a good dude. And I know everybody say that about their parents, but this dude was so solid, man. It was crazy. And I was thinking, like, man, he, he went when I was 21. I was like, damn, imagine if he went when I was 30. Imagine the game he would have gave me. Man. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, man. I mean, he gave me enough now. But, like, imagine if I was 30. It, it would be insane. But, but yeah, it was tough. It's, it's crazy, man. Some of my biggest regrets in life is that my father was a chain smoker. Mm. And um, he was smoking the house, you know, into the 90s, 95. And there were so many times that I avoided having conversations and being with the same room with him because he was a chain smoker. Oh, right, right, right. And and I would almost anticipate him smoking. And 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 in anticipation, I would leave and not have those conversations. What what I wouldn't do now to have a conversation with oh, that? Stop it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so it's amazing. So I think for me. It just shows me, like, you got to make time. For sure. Like, people you care about, people that are in your life, and, and we're going to bring it back to what we started with, 0 to 10, how happy are you? There was a study that said, you know, the most happiest people, you know their their, 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 their biggest asset is? Most of Their relationships. Mm. And I think how that that emotion of how you feel about your father, how I feel about my father, and unfortunately we don't have that anymore. But I think you know what I'm saying. We brothers, right? And 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 have a relationship with other people, and invest in those relationships for sure. I think that's ultimately if if you're zero to ten, how happy are you? And I definitely want you to to to, to honestly answer in the comments below. No right or wrong answer. 
But if you are a four, if you're a five, you're a six, and, and if you want to like obtain more happiness, it's gonna be through relationships. Hundred percent. And and I think um Man, I'm, I'm blessed that to have you in my life, man. It's, it's funny. It's like um, the crazy thing about like having like college friends is like it's never been about the friends, the success. You came to see me playing indie, you've been to the crib, and right. it's just funny stuff. And it's, it's always the same conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, when when, when it's genuine, I, I um I, I made this decision, and this happened only like maybe a few four, three four years ago. Um, to stop, you gotta have the courage to to stop hanging around people that you don't genuinely enjoy being around. Mm. And that sounds simple, but it's really not. There's a lot of people that you're hanging out with right. that you really don't genuinely enjoy being around. Like if I can't sit down with you and the conversations aren't genuine and the laughter isn't genuine, I can't be around you. I, I, I can't. I can't do this. And really quick story: I went down to Lang City for a bachelor party. I go. I go. Into to, to the room and a little altercation happens, and I was with two of my other friends, two of my really good friends, right? They tell me, "Oh, these other two guys can't come in right now." And I said, I stopped and said to myself, "What am I doing? I don't even, I don't even rock with these people like this." And I literally left and said, "I am too old to be hanging out with people I really don't genuinely like rock with." And I left, and and from then on, I just said, "I can't, I can't do it. I, I'm, I'm only." And if that makes your circle go from 30 people to two, so be it. But I promise you, you will be so much more happy not dealing with all the fluff that comes with all that other stuff and all the aggravation and having to talk about these people behind their back. Forget, forget all of that. Just go be with the people you really enjoy being with because you think their, their stuff doesn't affect you negatively. Mm. Like Even if you're not negative and they're talking negative, you're saying, oh, that's their life. It, is not, it doesn't affect me. Everything you come into contact with yeah. affects you. So, you know, you got to remove those negative people and the people that you don't really enjoy being with out of your life. It just has to happen. Nah, that's awesome. So, uh, as always, uh, name of the podcast is Success Leaves Clues. Um, obviously, you talked about your father a little bit. You just gave us a dope clue right there about removing those negative people. But, like, over your life's period, if there was one clue, um, and, and I guess then they're not even success, right, of happiness, like, mm. what, what would that be? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> it, it, it's a three-pronged thing, but if you start with just the one thing, it's be, it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but if you're grateful for the things you have, and, and I mean the littlest things, right? So when you wake up in the morning, your feet hit the ground and you can actually walk. I know it sounds crazy and you're not thinking about it. You're like, oh, man, get out of here, man. But listen, break your leg. You got to right. break your leg and you can't walk for six, three, four, five months. Yeah. It's important. Trust me, when, when your wife tells you, hey, can you go to the fridge and give me something to drink? After, you, after that night heal, you're like, yes, baby. I'm just so glad I can go walk. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to go get that water. You know what I mean? I, I wake up, I turn the lights on in the house. The lights work. You know what I mean? My kids are great. We got food to eat. We got things to choose from. You know, there's people literally like that, that can't buy their kids shoes, man. You know what I mean? Like So, so whatever you have, man... How little it is, it doesn't matter. It's always somebody that has less than you. And I hate saying that because it does sound cheesy and cliche, but it's the truth. But once you can really appreciate, you know, smelling fresh air and being out here and being able to talk to good friends, I think everything becomes easier from there. And, and your life only goes upward once you really start appreciating what you do have and not what you don't have. Man, that's great. 
So. But, bro, I appreciate you, man. Thanks yeah. for the hospitality, man. Always a pleasure, man. And um, definitely, man, like you said, gratefulness is all about um, really understanding um, that the things that you have in your life is not, they're not promised. And um, if, if you want to increase your level of happiness, start being grateful. Like, like every night, write down a gratefulness, put it in the jar. And at the end of the year, um, New Year's Revolution, pull out that jar, man. And I, I guarantee you, um, you forgot so many things that you should be grateful for. And that's going to change your trajectory going into the new year. And, um, you know, that clue will leave with you for the rest of your life. And um, not only lead to your success, but more importantly, to your happiness. So thanks for tuning in. Another episode of Success in These Clues. And I hope from 0 to 10, I hope you attend a happy. Yeah, have a good one. I hope you were able to take some valuable insights from this week's chat. Feel free to reach out to me on social media with clues you gained or questions you need answers to. You can find my pages at GaryBracket.com. Remember, it is up to you to make the most out of your opportunities to reach success. Personally, I live this life with an abundance mindset. And deep down, I hope we all make it.